We yeah, got a room full of entrepreneurs. An episode of the hot seat with dude who said he did email marketing. And then you asked him what his CRM was. What CRM are you using? Excuse me? What CRM are you using for the email campaign? Um, really working with Shopify. And I, in that very moment, said, thank God I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> I would not have been able to contain myself. Working with Shopify. Yeah. As the CRM. As the CRM. Just tell me you don't know what CRM is. I know what CRM is. What is it? I mean, customer relation. What is it? Customer relation. Do you really have a $1 million goal or did you just grab that mic on the Social Proof podcast and say, I have to say something? No, I didn't just say anything. Well, I did just say something just then. (laughs) Because if it was a goal that you wanted to do, you'd be working toward it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Dior sneakers, the Dior shirt. Are the real diamonds? Yes. Hey, listen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's easier to make 250 on your job than it is in that company. And I don't even know nothing about the company. Have you ever looked up the percentage of people who make $250,000 in network marketing? Are those your final words? Tell it to me like you're making 250 in MLM. Give it to me like you're doing 250 right now in your insurance organization for your company that you're in right now. And cuss a little bit. Ass is going to feel like the hot seat. I'm excited about this. I'm so excited. We got a room full of entrepreneurs. An episode of the hot seat with dude who said he did email marketing. And then you asked him what his CRM was. And I, in that very moment, said, thank God I wasn't on that episode. <laughs> I would not have been able to contain myself. Anyway, we're oh in here with a bunch gosh. of entrepreneurs. Yeah, man. Uh, one has been on the hot seat before. Talik, you've been on the hot seat, right? For sure. All right. So, yeah. What was your experience? What was your experience? For sure. Okay. Tell us your experience. Um... I think it was great. I, I, you know, a lot of times, well, I talk to a ton of people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they always come to me and talk to me, but it didn't phase me not one bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, I knew a ton of stuff was jacked up. I mean, it's, but that's just how I've done it for years. So mm-hmm. not to say that it is right. Maybe a lot of people don't understand it, but I mean, it's normal to me. So, yeah. Well, um, a- but, and then I went back and, and studied and watched and um, it was it was great, you Good. know. I, I didn't, I I wasn't embarrassed. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, it is what it is. My and last, what's my that? last guest, he has not showed up anywhere. Like he put out those stories on his page. Oh. I'm like, dang. I know the, some of people the, the CRM guy. <laughs> he ain't say a word. What uh, he needs to do is enroll in coaching. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. Here's the good. Here's the good news. On the hot seat episode itself is really, really good and really helpful. It's like the clips that we pull, though, will piss you off. Okay, that's the one. That's the thing that really gets the people going. But that's not going to be this. So we'll get an opportunity, Donnie and I, to kind of peer into all of you all's business real quick. Uh, We'll see how much time we got. But. Are you are you taking a mic like you grow? No, no, no. Oh no, no, no! You you taking a mic like you ready? Like you ready? Nah, he for took this. a mic and folded his arms like, yo, it's okay. Let's do this. All right. 
I guess we have our first uh, our first guest. I haven't worn one of these hats in forever. So, um, all right. So, tell us your name. Tell us about your business. Um, Michael Baker. Um, I got a real estate wholesaling operation. Mm. Um, I've been doing it since I was nineteen. So, twenty nineteen. Been doing it since twenty nineteen. Oh okay. yeah. So I've been doing it since twenty nineteen, and um, that's all I've been doing. Wholesaling. Mm-hmm. You wholesale in Atlanta? Um, I wholesale in Georgia overall. So I do a lot of smaller markets. So I don't like to do Atlanta. I like to do like Macon, Augusta, Warner Robins, Fort Valley, just because it's really saturated in Atlanta. You do well? I think I do pretty well. <clears throat> How much you think around? Um, in the last in the past four years, I think I did seven hundred and forty five thousand. In the last four years, so almost two hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm trying to figure out how to get. Over that though, because it's like it goes up like incrementally, like a little bit, like maybe ten thousand every year. And I'm trying to figure out how to exponentially grow it. Good, good. What else do you want to do? Anything you want to do, or like this is it? Um, so of uh, well, I'm changing to well, not changing it, but it's a real estate acquisition company overall. So of course, I want your company it. is. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't want to do just wholesaling. I want to do more getting properties myself, just because wholesaling you're always chasing the next deal, yeah. which is fine because I feel like I'm young, so I got time. But gotcha. That's pretty much kind of where I'm at. I just don't know how to get over that hump of, you know, just just incremental growth. I'm trying to figure mm. out how I can expand. And I literally have this conversation with myself every day. Like, how can I expand? Because, like, with wholesaling. You've come up with no answers? I came, I come up with some answers. But wholesaling is, like, one of those things, like, just what you're doing, do it more. So it's like if you were calling 5,000 people. Or ten thousand people. So, but my question was, you didn't come up with any answers. Um. So the only so the answers I came up with is, well, more marketing. That that's the only answer that I have. Because I necessarily didn't want to have. A Hold on, you said you didn't want to just keep doing that, right? But your answer is to keep doing that, but just more. Yeah. So oh, so right now my goal is to just continue getting getting more deals. So pretty much just continue doing wholesaling doing and more I just of the take same the thing. ones. Yes, doing more in the same thing. And then gotcha. the ones I want to get, I just take it down myself instead of wholesaling them off. Got it. Okay. But it's the quick Honest. check that's that gets me. It's like oh wow, I can make twenty thousand right now. But if I hold it for ten years, it'd be way more. But it's the quick what's check. wrong with making going to get twenty thousand dollars every month or so? Or um, so the only. Because I know if I keep the deal myself, I can make way more money rather than just wholesaling it. That's the that's yeah. the whole thing. That's how you get stuck in wholesaling. So why don't you why don't you do it? Um most of the time it's just trying to I don't want to go out. I already be having a buyer for it really quick. So it's no necessary reason why I don't do it. I just don't have I already have a buyer for the property, so I'd be ready to sell it. I don't like that. <laughs> no, but I'm saying you're you're saying you want to keep you know you can make more money if you keep it yourself and you've been doing it for four years yeah. and you keep running through this process of I just want to keep what I keep doing what I have keep doing what I'm doing. But you said you don't want to keep doing what you're doing and you're trying to figure out how to grow, but you came up with a good answer on how to grow, stop doing what you've been doing, but you're still not stopping. So not stop. So let me create that. I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing. I want to take more properties down myself. I really just want to get. Yeah, more no. When I say what you're doing is you take the property and you sell it to someone else. Yes, that's fine with me. I'm but fine you're with saying it. your goal is to grow. Yes. 
right? right. Your goal is to grow, yes? Yes. And I said, what answer did you come up with to grow? And you said the answer was to stop selling every property and keep some, okay. correct? Yes, that is so correct. So you came up with a really good answer, but every time you get a chance to exercise your answer, you just don't do it. Because I feel like I need to grow the wholesale operation to a bigger level first. Because that's ultimately what I always am going to do, which is pretty much like I'm just flipping properties and doing it quick. So rather just being a long-term investor, I want to do What are you afraid of, man? Hmm? What are you afraid of? I feel like you're afraid of something. Um, Probably just going broke. Like, who wants to do that? So that's probably like my biggest fear, just where I came from. So it's just really a fear so i maybe that's probably the reason why i'm like i could just take the money right now rather than seeing my go invest my money see it go down and i gotta wait to see it come back so that's probably my biggest fear with it okay mm. <clears throat> so you're conflicting or contradicting yourself rather a little mm -hmm. bit you're wholesaling you're capped at this revenue that you're bringing in the 200 or plus that you're doing every single year and you want to do more, but you can't figure it out. But then you figured it out. It's to actually hold the property instead of sell it. But then wholesaling is what you're ultimately going to end up doing forever anyway. So the, my long, all right. So if I had long-term and short-term, the long-term, I want to have properties that hold for long-term. Mm -hmm. I want to grow my wholesale operation though. To so what? What does that mean? So from I what to what? From where I'm at now to doing at least a million dollars a year, just from wholesaling. Where exactly? What What did you generate in revenue from wholesaling specifically last year? Two hundred seventeen thousand. Two hundred seventeen thousand. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you want to go from two hundred seventeen thousand to a million dollars. What do you net on average per deal? Per deal, I. So I'm doing how about eight thousand. That's my average. How many deals do you do a month? Three to five. Three to five deals average. Three to five deals average. Mm -hmm. So then, how many deals would you have to do to generate a million dollars a month? I got to do the math. Leveraging that. that same average. Ah, we figured it out. <laughs> you have a goal, but you haven't even figured out what the goal is. Yeah, you don't I, know what the I work looks like. Or, or you came up with that, numbers. or you came up with that number right after she asked you the question. Yes, this, yes, for sure. I know. Yes, just came up with that number. Yeah. Because at yeah. one point, like last year, my goal was five hundred thousand. We didn't. I didn't get that. The two hundred seventeen thousand. And I actually broke it down. This year, I didn't. I didn't break down a million. So, how much was the five hundred thousand? So, I had to do eight deal, eight deals a month. I think for at least at least seven thousand. I don't quite remember because I looked at it. That's reviewed last year. Yeah, you don't have a target at all. So, you're going to continue to keep doing what you've been doing because you say you want something else, but your actions. Go totally against what you say you want to do. And I, I know you're saying your goal is to grow your wholesaling business, but my question for you is why? Why do you want to grow your wholesaling business? Because I understand that me wholesale. So I could always say I want to buy property, but I feel like wholesaling is like the ultimate skill in real estate overall because I can handpick the deals that I want. I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. I, maybe I asked the wrong question. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to grow your wholesaling business? Because 
I understand that I could buy my own real estate from my wholesale business so I can get my own deals. So I you could do that now, deals. right? You could do that now, right? Yes. So you don't need to grow your wholesaling business to do what you just said you wanted to do. True. My question, and I'll ask a different one. Mm-hmm. Why, does you, why is your goal to grow the wholesaling business? You don't even know. Is it that your goal is just to make a million dollars or is it to make a million dollars from wholesaling specifically? I guess just a million dollars. We are getting Donnie. We're getting somewhere somewhere already for sure. And is the million dollars from real estate specifically or just a million dollars? Real estate specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is a, what is another way that we can add to this million dollars? In real estate, yes. Um, I can I can uh, be like a broker between lenders and buyers, and uh, I could just add like points on top of what they would have to pay the lender back. Have you ever done a flip? Yes, and I don't I don't like flips. Why? Because if I can, so I have the skill of wholesaling, right? So I did a flip. Real quick, I'm sorry. Before you answer that question, <laughs> okay. How many flips have you done? I did one. Okay, mm. I did one. You did one, and you don't like flips. And why don't you like flips? Because wholesaling is a lot more profitable, a lot less stress. Oh, so you had one experience that didn't work out and you realize that flips don't work. It's not that. No, they work. It's just for the amount of energy I, I have to put in for it or the, for the amount of management I have to put in for it. I can do that way less and make more money. You're lying to me. I'm lying to you. You sell somebody, you sell me an investor a property, you make $5,000, $6,000. I'm only going to buy the property if I can make 60 or 70,000. No, that's, that's not true. So some, my, my investors, they buy properties, they flip it because they're doing so many. They, they'll do and they'll make $10,000 profit. Your perspective profit. is coming from your own little window. That's true. But I'm telling you, there are wholesalers that are, they're not going to buy it unless the ARV is a certain number. And you're going to sell it to them, make your five, six thousand, but they are going to flip that and they're going to make 50, 60, 70,000. The only way that I would, I would flip a property, not saying I wouldn't, it has to be at least $50,000 profit. I made that a thing after I did that flip because yes. I'm flip, I'm doing at least 20K a month. My last deal that I just closed was 60,000. It doesn't make sense for me to go flip a house when I could just go do that. That 60,000 in wholesaling is very few and far between. Yes, for you sure. Do one and that's what I'm saying. Year. But I, I have a system in place. For my business, where I know I can do at least three to five deals, I can make Good. at least twenty. There's What's your system? system? So I'm able to pull a list of four thousand people a month. I have I'm a cold caller that calls them. After they call, after we call that list, not everybody answers calls. We send them a text message. Send them a text message. Out the follow ups go into my system. I call the people. After I call them, I'm making follow ups, probably from like nine p nine a.m. to twelve p.m. And then after that, we just continue just rinse and repeating that. And that's all it really takes because it's just a numbers game. That's all wholesaling is. Now, of course, you can get niched down on your skill of negotiating and get sure. better. You, you could get better at it. Mm-hmm. But the more you do, the more you get. And then if you okay. get better, just yourself. So this year, we are growing to a million dollars. Right now, you have, <laughs> it's not this year. No, this year, probably. This year, I don't think just because I don't have it planned out, it probably just won't happen. So what will happen? Start. 
So I probably will end up probably I, I will end up doing a little bit more than what I did. hundred percent. That would be my bet. I, I, that, mm-hmm. That's literally what it would happen. It's, sure it's be been the same bet. thing. It's the same system in place. So, so do I you really have a one million dollar goal or did you just grab that mic on the Social Proof podcast and say, I have to say something? No, no I didn't say anything. Well, I did just say something just then. <laughs> But I did. That is all. Of course, that's a goal that I want to do. I mean, you know. no, you don't. No, you don't. Because if it was a goal that you wanted to do, you'd be working toward it right now. It's true. There's a lot of things you can do with five hundred dollars. I mean, you can have a night out with your significant other. You could buy some really expensive shoes. Well, really nice shoes are about double five hundred dollars. Um, you could buy a course, or you can learn something for five hundred dollars. But I have something better for you to do with the $500. I want to meet with you every single morning for the rest of your life. Well, maybe not the rest of your life, but every morning, Monday through Friday, for the rest of the year. I have information and game that have allowed me to build a successful business, a successful community, and a successful life all the way around. But I want to share that with you. But the only way we can accomplish this is not me selling you a course, not me giving you a one-on-one consultation, because even with that, you'll get the information, but you'll need more. I want to meet with you every single morning. Now, would I meet with someone every morning for 500 bucks for a year? And the answer is yes. Actually, we've been doing this thing since 2017. We have what's called the morning meetup. Every single month we have a theme, whether it's social media, whether it's motivation, whether it's strategy, whatever it is, we have a theme for the month and every morning in that month, we have a conversation around that topic. And I am giving a wealth of knowledge, not only myself, but a lot of friends, a lot of people that you see on this podcast, they join every single week. So you need a community of people that you can grow with and you need a coach. I'm your coach. The Morning Meetup is your community. Go to themorningmeetup.com. It's $499 and I will meet you every single morning for an entire year. Give it a shot. You had one bad experience and it scared you. You're afraid. You're afraid of jumping outside of the box that you are already familiar with. And you're no better than somebody who's making $100,000 a year who has a dream and they just know their job. It's easy to do. I just knock it out. But I'm never, ever going to get past my job that I make $100,000 because I'm afraid. That's true. So you need to stop being so afraid. Get another flip in. Do so, do something outside of what you've been doing. I'm not saying like change your whole business, but out of all the flips that you're doing, one of them properties has a big juicy profit in there. Right. Keep it. Mm-hmm. If you have the cash to buy it, mm-hmm. unless you've been squandering your money. I'm looking at the Dior sneakers, the Dior shirt. Are it- the real diamonds? Yes. The diamonds in his ears. Oh, I'm not saying he's. That's why I'm not saying he's squandering money. That's why we got to keep wholesaling. This is why we have to keep cold calling all those hours in a day. This this is why he's attached to the right now money because Saks only do a friends and family sale like twice a year. You know what I mean? You got to be prepared. So because of that, you got to be prepared (laughs) to pay full price Mm -hmm. all the time. Those emails, emailing you went to the you went to the Fenty New Fall release show, I didn't don't you? Buy clothes actually. I don't spend my money on clothes. I bought my my ex girl bought me this. What kind of shirt is that? A money exchange, fifty dollars. Man, you going crazy? 
It's lit. <laughs> like, that's, that's okay. You I have money I saved? To, huh? You have money saved? Mm-hmm. About how much? 50000 right now. Yep. How much is you your just, overhead? 1000 Yeah. You're, you're, a month. Like maybe th- maybe a thousand to two thousand a month. Your personal life overhead, how much is oh, that? Okay, probably thirty five hundred a month. Yes. So we're looking at five thousand dollars a month and total. You're married, in- right? Hmm? You're married, right? No. No, I thought you were married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're divorced. Uh, yeah. In the process of. The, yeah, yeah. It's, Did it's she a, see that episode? It's not. No. Okay. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, what about so bad? <laughs> All oh right. my gosh. So um, your overhead is about five grand a month total. So 60000 a year. Oh, wait. I'm so sorry. My, I'm so sorry. I forgot. So I pay. I have a partner. And like, so if I close a deal, I give him 20% of the deal I close. I give 80. And then if he closes the deal. We'll just so out of 200000 you give him about $40,000 a year. If, if he, no, if he closes it, if he closes it, it's 50-50. So I can't really count it right now. Hold on. The 200 something thousand is you and your partner. Yes, but mm. he got he got paid. Sorry, he got paid mm-hmm. maybe seventy. He got paid maybe seventy thousand last year, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. sixty, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's becoming clearer now. Yeah, see what happens when you start rambling, y'all. Y'all watching when you start rambling, the details come out. You're next. Mm-hmm. You're next. Mm-hmm. So when you say you made two hundred thousand dollars last year you really made 130 yes because your partner took 70 Mm -hmm. right then your overhead was sixty thousand dollars for the year so you really ended up with seventy thousand then you got taxes and all of that good stuff so you're at about fifty thousand dollars in actual earned income right okay after after my bills and everything right that's just that's after everything yes yeah okay all right now like, that added up, right? Huh? I got saved. That kind of added up. Well, I mean, over four Almost. years. Over four years, yeah. You're, now, but. you're not you're not throwing away your money like that, but yeah, I try not to. <laughs> yeah, but you need to have some sort of focus on. Yeah. You need to build up a nest egg to be ready for the. You're not not doing something different because you're afraid. I'm seeing you just can't. You have to keep chasing the money. This mm-hmm. is your job right now. Um, yeah. Oh no, for sure. And that's why I tell anybody that, like, when I teach teach wholesaling, I say, "Bro, this is just a job. You're literally just you're self employed. You're just yeah. you're self employed." Do you, you charge to teach wholesaling? Um, I I kind of I stopped because I just wanted to focus on building my business. I didn't. Good. I suggest you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I stopped. I was doing it for a little while. You know, after I was hanging out with some prominent entrepreneurs, and it was like, "Bro, you got to teach it." Yeah. Sometimes the sauce is really in just being an expert at doing it. And I think you still have to develop the expert component. Like you're doing it and you're making a good amount of money. But now we're getting into details that says, oh, it was. Oh, oh, oh. So I I got a question. So, I mean, I'm not teaching it, but I'm kind of I'm building out. I'm building a community. Okay. now. And it's pretty much they come in for free. You come in for free. We have biweekly. I mean, biweekly calls. I mean, I'm teaching and everything. We have like the JV opportunities where we joint venture on deals. You see your deals in. But the only reason I'm doing that, well, obviously I give out the game for free. But also the real reason is because you on the back end, deals. they send deals. Yeah, of course. So I'm just building out a community. I mean, so so here's, here's your goal. Over the next two months, you need to take that $50,000 and I want you to risk it all into a property. Okay. Now, you might find, you know some people who do fix and flip well, right? Yes. 
So you find a property, you put up half the money, they put up half the money, you say, I found a deal and I got 50,000. They have 50,000 and they're good at flipping. Let's do this together so you can get bigger margins on the flip and start rolling that money. Right. I mm. think for me, for me, I wouldn't, I just know a lot of property. Hold on. Money. You said you just closed a $60,000 wholesale. And I, yeah. And I was, um, I obviously had to pay, um, pay, pay my guy. I gave him, what was that? 20%. So that's 11,000. Then I just paid like off some credit cards. 48. Oh, now you got credit. Yeah. Oh, so I, paid, I, I had nine. No, okay. I had, no, so it wasn't bad. It wasn't okay, like bad credit card okay, debt. But I just okay. paid $9,000 off in credit card debt with that. The story starts to unfold. So, then, so a lot of that 50 that you got. So I, I also walked away with actually, so 60, I actually walked away with like 40,000 after everything. But then, you know, just mm -mm. paying bills and stuff like that. Then divorce stuff. So. Oh, speaking of, there's no like oh. alimony on the table, is there? Because oh, it could be for her. This no, episode, not for me. it wouldn't be. It wouldn't oh, she, be. oh, she getting to the bread. No, it could be for. I could do alimony on her if I wanted to. Yeah, she makes money. No, nah, she just did something. I mean, she don't make money. Oh, she cheated. I can't, I can't be talking about. <laughs> Dang. I'm just trying to make sure you do your math right because okay, she could be sure. looking at this episode like. Hey, just, matter of fact, yeah. can we please stop talking about numbers? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Please stop talking about no. All right. Um, so you need a game plan. One, you need a goal. Okay. Okay. You need to set a goal and back into this goal, some activity. So your goal might to be, might be to, yo, I want to have, uh, I don't know, X amount of dollars in my account. Mm -hmm. You ask yourself, how am I going to get X amount of dollars in my account? And you, you, you identify the activity that's going to help you do that. Because right now, you are just on a hamster wheel. Yes. And, I and we're doing the same thing. So you need to have, like, when you find a real juicy deal, you need to start thinking, how can I keep this? So, I, I mean, I have so I have people that's willing to lend me on deals all the time because I've done so many wholesale deals. I'm being scared. Yeah, I got private money lenders. So it's like, that's how I did my last flip. They just, I hit one of my buyers. I said, you want to lend me on this property? And he was just like, yeah. Stop just being scared. They know I've been doing it. Stop being scared. Okay. It sounds like you have right. the talent and the ability to do mm -hmm. it. You just don't have the confidence yep. to do it. And it's time to jump at this point. Like, it's just time to jump and go out there. Like, the bigger you risk, the bigger the reward when it's a mm -hmm. skilled, informed, educated risk. Right. And yep. it sounds like you have the components to do that. Now you just have to do it. Let's go. All right. Y'all give him a round of applause. Yeah, we got it. All right. Let's do it. All right, tell us about your business, Maker. All right, my name is Maker Bia, and my business is financial education. I am a licensed financial professional, and what I do is educate individuals about their finances and help them uh, figure out their real purpose and connect it with their finances and implement tools to help them get to their goals. Like a financial advisor? No, I am a Licensed financial professional. You sell insurance? I sell insurance. I knew it. I don't know why. Why don't y'all just say y'all sell insurance? But Because I do more than just insurance. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Insurance people always say I'm a financial. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you sell insurance, bro. Like, I, Okay. So what is it that you do specifically? What could you do for me? What could I do for you? Uh, beautiful question. Um, <laughs> oh, God. No, I know I where this do, is going. I can. Beautiful question. <laughs> Who'd you take sales training from? <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah. No, okay. um, I can provide you 
insurance. I can provide you uh, services for. Oh, blank oh, I can buy. I could provide insurance. I can provide uh, college coaching uh, opportunity for the kids. I can college coaching. Yes. Uh, so college coaching is where um, kids are able to get one-on-one coaching with uh, counselors versus um, the ratio at schools are usually not great. So uh, kids don't get the education they need. They don't get the mentorship. Financial education. Uh-huh. Financial uh, the, education? Or? No, the guidance they need to get to college, the, picking the right colleges. So like a – oh, so you take high school kids and help them get pick to, which college to go to? Uh, yeah, you get what college they want to go to, the uh, right majors and things of that nature. And what else? Huh? So interested. What else do you, what else? What else? Uh, well, we do uh, budgeting for people as well. Um, and then social security analysts as well. Uh, that whole college thing just threw me all the way off because it don't seem like it got nothing to do with life the insurance. whole financial period. It It does, though. Because again, it's helping uh, them pick which college go, college go to. Mm, to helping your kids. Yeah, it just seems so far Be, out from because, the. No, it doesn't because uh, majority of the time, for parents, one of the ma- major concerns is getting the kids in, into the right colleges, right, uh, or getting the kids to college, and uh, helping them release that burden of getting. Um, uh, Kids into the right college and also in the process get scholarship. It actually help you out financially, not use your own money. And I see. So process. from a from a financial college decision. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you make money doing what you do? I do. Uh, not enough to survive on it at the moment. Are you so, dead? So you don't make money. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Okay, I do make money. Okay. But not enough to survive. Not enough to survive. Survive on it, yes. I do. It's, it's part-time right now. Oh, okay, I see. So you don't do this full-time? Not yet, no. I was concerned. What, is, what do you do full-time? <laughs> he said, he said you're dead. Uh, what I do full-time, uh, aircraft technical engineer. You're an I aircraft like technical engineer. So you get into this money. You get into the big. That's the problem. Not really. My dad was a similar engineer, and we were very middle class. Right. Uh, you make? Do you make? Uh, so it seems it sounds like a fancy job. You make how much do you make on your job? Uh, over a hundred thousand. Okay, that's mm-hmm. not bad. You have that's a family. Bad. You got a wife, kids, no. anything? No, oh, no you're, you're a single man. Wrong. Yeah. In Atlanta, yeah. making over a no, hundred. I, I just moved to Atlanta. From San Francisco. Oh, so this is saving you a lot of money. Yes. Did you yes, work for the FAA in San Francisco? Not for the FAA. Oh, okay. My dad did. That's why I was like, oh my God, fam. <laughs> um, anyway, so you moved from San Francisco to Atlanta on the same salary, same job, or you yeah. got that job here? Yeah. Same salary, same job. Correct. So this is a breath of fresh air in terms of expenses for you? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So now you're building the business and is the goal to be able to survive? Correct. Absolutely. Okay. What are you doing? Um, actually, so moving here uh, is helping me because when I was in San Francisco, I was definitely not engaged with my business. 
as much as I needed. And I was doing a lot of virtual appointments and things. And um, here I'm more connected mm. with my clients and with my uh, business partners. Your business partners? Yeah. So, What uh, company you work for? Uh, World System Builder. Is that a network marketing company? It yes. is, for sure. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Now we know what's going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can see. It's really difficult for me to coach network marketers these days mm-hmm. because you really believe this is your thing. Maybe. No, it's not ever. Ever? Never. Unless you own the company. You violate one rule. Oh, in the financial space. It's over. Your organization is shut down. Your team can be shut down. I just, you can do this independently as well. Okay. Why aren't you? But he likes to, I think I like the culture sometimes. Culture is cool, but we're talking, and and here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Network marketing changed my life. I'm a huge advocate for the industry. It's just I understand having all that experience in the industry and doing very well in that industry that it's still not your thing, right? right? You don't own it. You can't take that and you can't take that book of business and make it yours, rebranded under your brand. It's theirs, right? You're building no, you, this clientele you, under this company. You can, um, in the, uh, as you're building it, um, to a certain point, you can actually take the book of business. And After do. certain years, and actually do your own thing if you want. Mm. You know that's why I like Justin's program with the solar because you get a big commission up front, mm-hmm. and the money like let's go get this money, mm-hmm. then I'm coming back, then I'll just find yeah. someone else to do solar. I like that. Well, and what I'm getting at here is not that you're doing anything wrong. It's mm-hmm. just when we're having this conversation, we have to coach him differently yeah. because it's not for real. It's not 100 percent entrepreneurship. Network marketing is like that middle ground. It's like Mm -hmm. the step from corporate America Mm -hmm. to entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. You got a whole lot of freedom. You work on your own time, but still somebody else has created the marketing plan. Somebody else owns the company. Somebody else owns the systems and all those things. And you just figure out how to navigate those things. Mm -hmm. So in this conversation, you got to know to speak a little differently because you don't have the same responsibilities or access as you would as if this were his company, Donnie Wiggins insurance is very different than the network marketing company. How long have you been in the business? Uh, six years. You drank that Kool-Aid. <laughs> you love it. I do. Oh, I do. As you should. I do. As you should. Yeah. They begin lit. Yeah. I mean, I know people that have been with like Primerica for my daughter's godfather has been in Primerica since before she was born. She's yeah. 21. <laughs> and how much you make? How much do you make so far? Uh, yearly, I get about 45 annually. Thousand? Yeah. He said not enough to survive. 45,000 is enough for one person to survive on in your business? No? No. What rent are you paying? And I just came from San Francisco. <laughs> I mean... Forty-five thousand, and he was in San Francisco, whose rent is double what ours is, if not more. Right, but in Atlanta, that's not bad. First off, most people in network marketing don't make forty-five thousand dollars in network marketing is fantastic, phenomenal for sure. Forty-five thousand dollars from your own business is fantastic for sure, and we got to understand that these big numbers 
everybody's not going to make them. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have to make them to still be doing something that's very honorable and celebratory, right? Um, but when you're talking about can I lean on that $45,000 and that's all the money that I'm making to survive today? He's right. That's, that's hard to do. I did. Yeah. But you didn't, you haven't done that in the last like six, seven years. And that was a different time. And I made less. Anyway, I I have too. I survived off of $11 an hour at that (laughs) joint up. All right. I survived with a single mom on $11 an hour. But if I had to do that today, It would be different. It would be it would be different. Okay, but you're surviving right now. You got a good job, and you've been in the business for six years. You make a hundred something thousand at your job. Yeah, one fifty. One fifty. Excuse me, my fault. No, yeah. Don't do him. So you did say like a (laughs) hundred, right? So one hundred fifty. Okay, it's all the way up. No, it's not. So how how what's your plan on building this business? You know, my major concern though, your intro threw me through a loop. Okay. And if I were you, I would probably lock into something. You know what I mean? Explain. When you said, I am a, what would you call yourself? Licensed financial professional. A licensed financial professional. And the second thing is, you said you help kids pick which college they're going to go to. No, I okay. It killed your credibility with me. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, he's doing all kinds of stuff now. Okay. So, Sometimes in these situations, you can refrain from saying all the stuff that you do, or you can lock it on one. When I say, what's a licensed financial professional mean? You can say, well, I, I don't know, help people financially in some way. Okay. You don't have to like rattle off all the things that you do. Cause I, I was like, yo, I'm, he's not a financial professional. He's helping kids get into college. Mm-hmm. I was confused okay. for a minute. Okay. Okay. Do you make more money from the actual Policies that you sell or the team that you build? Uh, policies. Because right now, uh, don't have that many team members right now. Okay. But that's not your focus. Your focus isn't recruiting, I would imagine. Or no, is it? it is. You're it just is. not good at it. I'm just not great at it yet. Why aren't you good at it? Um, because I wasn't really connecting with people because, again, I was more virtual for a while. And... Um, so you're saying it's it's you can't build a business virtually? I mean, I wasn't connecting with my uh, um, people. When you so, say you weren't connecting, what do you mean? Meaning for me to uh, keep them to actually work and oh, you recruit somebody and then and, you don't and, connect with the person because exactly. you go to that job and make the hundred fifty thousand and you let them kind of flounder in the wind. I guess in a sense, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that's that's why um, now the focus is to uh, connect with my. Uh, so you want to build a team now? I'm, I'm focused on that. Yes. What percentage? Like, if you had to give a percentage to team building and actually just selling the services, what do you think you would like to do? I would definitely like to do sixty percent recruiting. Recruiting, yeah. Cause then you ain't got to sell no policy policies. I don't. Yeah. I won't need to focus on the policies, Okay, <laughs> but you know, what's interesting is you don't even see the corners that he's backing you into right now. No, I'm not backing him into a corner. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Go bit, run it up bit. and just recruit because those policies ain't really doing what the policies be needing to do. So just recruit, make a whole lot. He's backing you into a corner. Okay. okay. But I am going to co-sign something that David said, 
And this is for everybody. If you're someone who does multiple things, even if you do all these multiple things well, read the room, know what room you're in and know what thing that you need to lead with to serve in that space or to be a standout in that space. So, for example, I am a business coach. I'm a business coach. I'm a business coach with the podcast. I'm also a spokesmodel for a fragrance line right now. I'm also an actress right now. I also own real estate. I don't go into rooms and say, I'm a business coach. I have a podcast. I'm an actress. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools. You don't have the tips. You don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use 
promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal chris i'm a spokesmodel i own some real estate those are things that will evolve later over time, but what's going to open the door and or make me a part of the conversation where people take me seriously right now. And it's always, I'm a business coach and I co-host one of the number one podcasts in the, in the world for entrepreneurship. That's always it. That's it. Got it. When you get into these other things, it's like, I don't want the guy who's helping kids make choices to go to college, managing my life insurance. That's, I don't think he's qualified to do that. And speaking with such, there's just nothing confident about the way you're communicating this. Mm. So I don't trust that you even know what you're talking about when it comes to life insurance. And then we're six years in with this one particular company Mm. and we're still at like entry level. Six years in, even in corporate America, we're expecting some level of elevation, right? So I'm looking for that too. So I'm strongly just going to say, are you sure you're in this? Are are you sure we should even be focusing on this thing? If insurance is something that you're passionate about, which you're not passionate about it at all, you're not. Because you literally just told David that you'd rather be recruiting most of the time and not have to worry about insurance policies. So you actually are very much not passionate about insurance you You found an opportunity you were recruited and now you're doing the three-step process to potentially make six figures that's what you're doing somebody in the chat said dave with the verbal chest moves i wasn't verbally (laughs) you know what i mean i was just trying to figure out what was going on but donnie is 100 right you know what we're gonna go a whole nother direction okay you need to be more confident in your way you present okay Okay. For sure. Lock into something and I and be able to connect your brand with that one thing. Cause Donnie is right. That's the first thing that screams is the uh the confidence. Okay. And I'm not trusting anyone that's not confident with my money. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and just kind of like wavering into what I want to do for sure, not trusting somebody who is more heavy in recruiting people than building out my financial portfolio. Mm. I would never say that out loud. Gotcha. You understand? Gotcha. So if people are interested in what you do, yeah. then go do it. It's an easier lift than selling people a service, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at the it's it's harder in the beginning, but you make more money and you don't have to work as hard on the back end, but you gotta go absolutely like bonkers on that joint to really make some money because they're going to leave as fast as they come. Right. Unless you have some sort of like, unless you're really focusing on your ability to lead. But what's wrong with just being a fantastic aerodynamics engineer? Yeah. What's wrong with that? I mean, what's wrong with it? It's paying you well. It's an impressive career. It's paying you well. It has been paying you well for a very long time. And maybe if you just zero in on standing out in that space, you hit the financial goals that you want anyway and leave with the retirement and have some stability and a 401k and money to maybe invest in real estate and do some things for fun. Like 
entrepreneurship and leadership is just not for everybody. And it doesn't have to be. What's wrong with just being a fantastic engineer? What's wrong with that maker? Hey, nothing wrong with it. It's just not uh, what's designed for me. Okay. What's designed for you? It's well, a perfect life design if you had to create it. Uh, perfect life design if I had to create it. Uh, making a certain amount of money. What's that uh, amount? What's that? What's that amount? Uh, at least two fifty because I definitely have a huge responsibility of uh, family back home that I definitely. Oh, where's oh, back home? I see. Uh, West where's Africa, that? Liberia. Okay. And um, I just can't do that with the aircraft engineer. Job. So mm. does it matter if the two fifty comes from insurance or if the two fifty comes from real estate? From insurance, I would definitely want it to come from insurance. But uh, if it comes from uh, real estate as well, uh, sure. But mostly uh, life insurance because the uh, passion that I have for it since actually I got into it and realized the need for it and I've shared it with my community and moving forward, it definitely it's definitely money to be made in there. It's a lot easier for me than it is real estate. What if the 250 came from your job? Uh, I would literally be killing myself. Really? Why you say that? Because uh, the amount of uh, time I have to be on the clock to be able to make that. You think your boss worked harder than you? Probably no, but but they don't make don't make that. The person in your company who makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand more than you, you think they work harder or less than you? They work less. I'm saying, right? But so what are you telling me? Huh? What said I'm you saying, don't want the money to come from the, the job because you I have don't, to work harder. Huh? Hey, listen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's easier to make two fifty on your job than it is in that company, and I don't even know nothing about the company. Okay. Mm-hmm. 100%. Have you ever looked up the percentage of people who make $250,000 in network marketing? In general network marketing? Mm-hmm. No. Well, you're in network marketing. Yeah. Have you ever looked up the percentage of people who make six figures in network marketing? No. Okay. Maybe you should. Okay. Maybe maybe you should start there. And it's not to say that it can't happen because um, it happened for me. It mm-hmm. happened for many people that I know. Um, but I, I'm almost 100 percent sure that my my approach is very different than yours. And if I were still in network marketing um, and I was doing a call to potentially recruit you, I would probably redirect you which is how I became a really great business coach in the first place. I had a, I have a, I have a keen ability for determining if people are going to do things in that business or in any business as easily as they think it's going to happen. And we're talking about six years in still $45,000 that you've made. Your goal is two fifty, and you have family in Liberia right now who needs support and resources right now. Right. right. Um, I'm sure you, do you have kids? Okay. okay, I'm sure you want to create legacy. If you understand life insurance, then you understand legacy and willable assets and things like that. Of course. Um, would you not like that to also come as a direct reflection of your hard work? Like, do you not want your thing where you can pass this on? I do, which I'm doing. 
Well, your insurance, sure, but your business through the network marketing company, you're not. You can't. You sure? Positive. Okay. You want to challenge me? <laughs> I'm not challenged yet. No, I'm asking if you do. <laughs> no. I'm okay. So you should challenge her, man. <laughs> I mean, she's I breaking you down, bro. Challenge <laughs> that. No, what I'm saying is, I s- do what you want with your yeah, life, of course. But you can either get really, really, really good at insurance and go all in on it. The commissions that you're being paid. Usually network marketing comp plans don't even pay at least 12% commission. So if you've done $45,000 in your portion of whatever you're getting paid, then imagine what you're bringing into that company, right? Okay. What you're generating for the company. If you really want to seriously make $250,000 in the insurance industry, then make sure all of your certifications and everything that you need are in place and go build it. If you know how to get customers and you're not recruiting right now anyway, doing a fraction of that number is chances are you could be very close to that number doing it for yourself. Number one. And then Dave also had a good point that on the job that you're working right now, your supervisor and your supervisor, supervisor, your manager's manager, they're not working as hard as you. No, for sure. Right. So you have two very viable options in doing it. Six years with the same company and you haven't cracked a hundred yet. Mm. All I'm saying is I'm not saying it won't ever happen. And Go that on. is impossible, but based on statistics mm-hmm. and I'm a data and analytics person, if yeah. you just look at the numbers of the network marketing industry it's likely not going to happen for you in that company, but it can happen based on the percentage that you're getting paid to be making 45,000 if you go and do it on your own. Okay, interesting. Donnie's telling you to quit, bro. No, I, I hear what she's saying. She said, yeah, she said quit, but... Just quit, bro. Huh? Just give- it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm telling you to Definitely pivot. <laughs> Just play it. Hey, listen, man. You are going to be successful. I know that. He already okay? is. You are going to be successful. He has a job. He's going to be the success that he wants to be. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, you're probably not going as hard as you know you should, right? I'm not. That's okay. The thing. Which you should feel terrible about because there are some people in your homeland that's provide that's waiting for you to provide. Right. And you're not doing what you can. MLM statistics. Okay. You should have challenged me. Um, go ahead. MLM statistics. <laughs> I should have challenged you. 14% make less than $5,000. So you've already beat that. Mm-hmm. 6% make five to $10,000. You are in the 25% of people. I'm sorry. <clears throat> you're in the 3% of people who make 25000 to 45000 Point zero five percent of people in the MLM industry make a hundred thousand dollars or more. Point zero five percent. And if I can think of every six figure income earner in the MLM industry, they all have some characteristics that I'm just not seeing here. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you're not seeing yet or not seeing. Oh, well, I mean, we've been talking for 15 minutes. When am I when are you going to bring it out? Show it. Okay. Okay. And the the point zero five network marketers that I know that have these characteristics, they walk in the room with that. Mm. It, they, they got that thing. Okay. They pick up the mic and they got it, it. It just comes out of their pores. However, I've also worked with network marketers who present like you who say, I'm going to accept what it is and just go do my own thing. And they end up being very, very successful because that sauce that's needed to be super that over the top in that industry of network marketing, you don't necessarily need that in entrepreneurship. You just need some strategy, some statistics and systems that you own. If you were making 100% of the money, you'd already be hitting your money goals. But because you haven't yet displayed that thing that you need to be a six-figure income earner in network marketing, and you're getting a percentage, I'm just telling you it's going to be hard for you. And if I were you, I would pivot and do it myself so you can be who you are just the way that you are, comfortable being you, and still hit that goal. But you don't have that thing. You're not presenting it anyway. I don't know. Maybe you have it and you're holding back because it's early in the morning. I don't know what time it is. Maybe That's maybe it's that. Maybe happening. you're hungry. <laughs> Maybe maybe you're hungry. I don't know, but it's it's a certain when I'm hungry. It's a certain energy. It's a certain confidence. It's a certain almost arrogance that six figure and seven figure network marketers have. You don't even project loud enough. I promise you, did it for years. I see it all the time. We don't. We have friends who are network marketers, and those six figure earners there, they got a dog inside of them that you're not presenting right now. But you could be just as successful in insurance as an entrepreneur versus a network marketer. That's something for you to think about. Yep. There I appreciate it. So do you have, do you have any final words? 
Final words. Uh, sure. I'm definitely appreciate the inputs, everything. Um, I definitely see my path within this. And go prove her wrong, bro. Oh, absolutely. Gonna Please go, do. Go absolutely. Gonna in that company, no, for bro. sure. Put, and, uh, I, I want to see that dog in you. Absolutely. No, yeah. the first Your time. Your goals want to see that dog in you. They want, want Your goals. Absolutely. Oh, want to no. see they, that dog in you. Family members. They're definitely going to see that Africa. happen. Absolutely. Are those your final words? Final words is give me something I'm, strong. End off with, end off with. Tell something. it to me like you're making two fifty in MLM. Yo, so give man, it to yeah. me like you're doing two fifty right now in your insurance organization for your company that you're in right now. And cuss a little bit. A little bit. Oh, Put it out okay. there. Put it out there. You're making two hundred fifty thousand dollars okay. in your network marketing business. Close oh us out, God. fam. How you closing out your meeting? Well, first of all, thank you guys for allowing me to sh uh, share on this platform and um, no. my business. Like no. Let them go. Say it again. Start over. Let Start, over. Go. Start over. Start over. Start over. <laughs> first of all, thank you guys for allowing me to be on this platform and present my business and what I do. And what I do is really educate individuals on life insurance and really how to utilize life insurance to uh, build their life properly. And I don't know if you guys actually know that um, the states are actually implementing a new long-term care tax that is actually uh, different per state and is mandatory, okay? And you could actually add long-term care to your life insurance at, at a very reasonable price, or you could do it by, by itself outside, right? But um, It's better. It's better. But um, that's something that uh, the states are implementing. Washington just started it. Uh, California and New York actually about to do it, and every other state is about to start implementing it as it goes on. But it's very, very crucial. People need to know about it, and people also need to uh, get themselves out of this mindset that life insurance is going to instantly make them wealthy because uh, depending on your situation, it can help you. Depending on your situation, it can give you wealthy, but it definitely the purpose of it is to get you protected. And that's really where my uh, goal is to get the education Yo, about it out there. I like it. This has been another episode. Nah, we clap it up for Manker, man. Clap it up for Manker. Hey, that, was a, that was an improvement. That he had a little, a he pulled better. some dog up out of him. But the, I like you, that. He brought the dog out, but the dog jumped over the fence. It went through the mud. It climbed through the pool. It, it went around. Lost. It, it ate some treats. It got lost in the corner. It got in trouble. Spank got put in the cage, came back out, ran through the neighborhood, and I don't know where the hell that dog went. <laughs> All right, you guys. Listen, check us out next week. we love y'all. Peace. <laughs> you did good. I like you it. Did good. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.